one. Passion by Design is sponsored by the Red Team at Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage and McChesney Design Studio. My life in this sweet surrender I could stay lost in this moment Passion and desire can attract everything you want in life. Passion by Design is a show about living a life of passion, purpose, and possibility. And I'm Paula McChesney, here with my co-host, Sandy Peckinpah. And we're here with you live every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. to discuss living life fully through the senses here on Radio Monterey, KRXA AM 540, and streaming live on the Internet at RadioMonterey.com. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Paula. Yes. I would just like to start out by saying that I am positively glowing today. Yes, you are. Do you want to know why? You know why. I do, but I want you to (laughs) share it with our listening audience. It's very exciting. Well, this weekend my book was released, and it has been a labor of love for about a year and a half, almost two years, writing this story, um, sometimes joyful, sometimes painful. But um, the end result is a book that I am so very proud of. And as many of you know, I lost a child many years ago. And this is the story of my journey to recovery. And it is written for parents. It's a step-by-step guide to help parents activate their own resiliency when they've gone through what most people consider the worst that can happen. So I am glowing today because I... Uh, released the announcement yesterday, and this morning my book was in the top 100 for the self-help mental and spiritual healing category on Amazon, and I am ecstatic. Well, Sandy, I I couldn't be more proud of you than I am. This has been an amazing journey that, that you know, I've seen you walk and I've seen what it's taken to do this book. And I actually want us to do an entire segment on your book and your material because it's so very powerful. It's so very poignant. It's so very life-changing. And I just, I couldn't be prouder of you, my friend, than I am. And I really, I want everybody to go to Amazon and look for the book. Sandy, give the title again, please. Yes. And actually, it's available on Amazon.com, on Barnes & Noble, and Balboa Press, who was the publisher. They're a division of Hay House. And um, uh, it's the title of it is How to Survive the Worst That Can Happen, A Parent's Step-by-Step Guide to Healing After the Loss of a Child. And uh, you should be able to find it just by putting the title in How to Survive the Worst That Can Happen, or my name, Sandy Peckinpah. And um, I'd also like to say that, uh, Paula, you were so helpful and so instrumental in helping me uh, with this chapter of my life, which is, Mm -hmm. I believe, the most important 
task that I had was creating a legacy for my son that I know that in his loss, my job was to define this loss and find resilience, which is why I'm so excited about having our guest today because she is all about resilience. But we'll get back to that when we get to introduce her a little bit later on in the show. Yes, yes. But I'd also like to say I'm so grateful my friend Melissa Gilbert, who is just one of my, oh, I don't even know how I can say enough about her, uh, she wrote the foreword for the book. And um, many of you know her as Laura Ingalls on Little House in the Prairie. But she, like you, Paula, watched me go through such that time of such difficulty. And um, I think she has a, uh, a profound statement in the book that I'm very, very proud of. So it's all about resilience later on in the show, but right now I'm really excited because you and I talked earlier about incorporating a new segment called Design Strategies. Yes. And so we're going to start featuring an aspect of design that you can incorporate into your home or your business or even what you wear. And it can be a segment on upcoming color trends or how to select a faucet or a new product or even the color of lipstick that you wear. And, Paula, (laughs) I would like you to introduce the color of the year. Well, I am delighted to do this because as many of you who know me, I chuckled when you said lipstick because um, I have kind of a nickname called Pretty Lips, and it's not really about my lips. It's more about the color that my lips are, but that's another program. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the color of the year, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little bit of background because I recognize that people don't really know where this comes from and it's it's quite interesting in that first of all i'm going to th- i'm going to throw out the the bomb if i if i may the pantone color of the year is radiant orchid Ooh. that translates yeah. to purple and it I, I can just I can see the hackles go up on people's necks and go purple. What's she talking about? But let me explain. Um, every item of clothing that we buy, every nail polish color, every car, every refrigerator, every countertop material, someone, some organization has to decide what colors those items are going to be manufactured in and it's a huge multi 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 billion with a b billion dollar business to go and it's done years ahead it's called color forecasting to look at what's going on around the world what's trending and so forth and and come up with these evaluations because Color is very subliminal. Many of us don't even think about it, but we make our choices largely based on color. If it's a color, an item of clothing, or even a car, or uh, anything, we really, really, really are driven by color. And with with this 
I just am so very, very, very optimistic and, and delighted about this color for a variety of reasons. And one of the things, color purple is a very, is probably, I would say, without a doubt, one of the most controversial colors in the color spectrum. And the reason for that, Sandy, is that there... It, they're on such polar opposites of how people view them. For example, mm. if you think about colors in nature, and that's really always my go-to um, inspiration and resource, if you think about mm -hmm. it, purples, violets, amethysts, those, that kind of range, it's, it's more unusual than usual. It's more rare than quote, common. And because of that, it can be considered artificial and therefore um, perhaps a little fake or not, not good. It can have a negative connotation. Mm. On the flip side of that, because of its very preciousness, it was used originally in history as the color of royalty, only Royals could wear the color purple, and it was actually derived, a little trivia here, from a mollusk um, that when they, they put this mollusk in water and treated it, a color purple flooded out. But it was very, very, very Oh, really? Rare. Yes. Little, little Paula trivia here. I love that you know that. <laughs> well, I have a question. Yes. What confuses me is you say that they actually predict these colors years ahead. Oh, yes. Is there some criteria that they go on that they can actually see into the future to see where people will be accepting of a new color that would be called the color of the year? Well, what it's based on many things, and there are many, many, many color groups doing this. As I say, it's a multi-billion dollar business. And mm -hmm. the, the Radiant Orchid is Pantone's color of the year. And Pantone is a very, um, very internationally accepted uh, color forecasting company. They have um, colors that they've wonderful, wonderful, well, to me, anyway, um, <laughs> big mm -hmm. books of color um, that they have in fabrics and they have in paint and color swatches, ink swatches. Printers have used the Pantone colors for years and years and years. So any um, business card, for example, you know, the printer is going to go to the Pantone color deck, and there are others, but to choose to choose these colors. So, so what happens is that People are sent out across the globe. This can be from the streets of Paris, Milan, um, Venice to the slums of, um, you know, Rio de Janeiro. It can be uh, Mexico. It can be Australia. It can be Iceland. It is so global. And mm. they're, they're looking, it's called trend spotting. And what they're looking for, and I think this is so cool, is they're looking for what are people wearing, what is the youth wearing, what's happening, what are they seeing, what's the vibe, what's the energy, what are people thinking. Now, if you go mm -hmm. back through through history, and again, we're going to be doing lots more programs that that include color, but specifically about about this radiant orchid, because I really want people to get 
first of all, aware of it, and secondly, get comfortable with with it and go past that mm-hmm. that perhaps um, you know stereotype, if you will, about mm-hmm. color. And and one of the things that I like is that uh, Pantone has has been very very smart about their what's called color nomenclature and it's what do we call colors so say for example and I think one of the greatest things to not digress too far off but it's a good example is if you think bubblegum pink it really conjures a specific color and a specific reaction you're right not particularly always that positive but if you name that color sunset glow Mm-hmm. Well, then you come up with a whole different feeling. And so Radiant Orchid, if you think about beautiful flowers, you think about amethysts, you think light and dark versions of this. In in me looking at this color, which I look at the color of the year every single year in depth, the color in the sky in, at a sunset is so often those beautiful mauvey, purpley, orchidy violet colors and and you'll hear me using the word mauve again it's a color that was very 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 overused in the yes. 80s mauve carpet mauve oh, drapes mauve tile oh it my was gosh so, we we just choked on mauve mauve in yes. and of itself is not a bad color mauve is kind of a dusty yeah. rose pink color it's yeah. a wonderful color but it, we, we just we had it just crammed down our throats so much that, that we're just we, we got did. so sick of it and and then we're you know now we're ready to to sample it again so you'll start and i admit i had a little mob in my home oh we all point. did oh we yeah. were it was very yeah. very au courant. it was very up mm-hmm. up to date fashionable and and you know so so you should you know right well moth i i'm not moth but what radiant orchid can be yeah radiant orchid it, it it speaks of romance, actually, doesn't it? Well, it's a very, very romantic color. And you will often see, because it can be a very flattering, in very light, pale shades, it can be a very flattering um, color to use in bedrooms and throughout your home because it pairs beautifully with the colors of our skin, whether we're very, mm. very, very pale to very rich ebony uh, dark, that color range can be just so gorgeous for us to wear and have um, in our sheets and our lingerie and our bedding and so forth. So what I really want people to be aware of is this is a new exciting color to bring into your lives. So do it. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think also for me, uh, I always found purple to be not compatible with my skin tone. But in looking at the, the research for the radio show, I looked up Radiant Orchid, and that color was so, um, it brought such an emotional feeling for me that I could very much incorporate it into my clothing and my home, and it it felt really good, but I always had this preconceived idea about purple that I didn't like it. Well, this is it, and and that's why I, I urge people to say, how do how do you interpret it for yourself? How do you use it 
um, in your own world. And it may be something as getting a very lovely, pale, um, lavender eyeshadow and use it subtly, use it sparingly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Bring, bring it in in small touches. Get, get some florals that have, have those colors in them. And, you know, really, really, really interpret it for yourself. And not everybody's going to love it in the same in the same way. And that's just fine. And it's just fun to have a real awareness of of what it is and, you know, where it's coming from and where your dollars Mm -hmm. are being being spent. But, um, Sandy, we need to go to a break already. So it's just. As you know, color is just such a great topic. I am always available. Uh, my interior design business is located in Carmel, California. And um, the website is passionbydesign.com. And you can reach me there. And the phone number is 831-333-6261. So if you have color questions, don't hesitate to call. You're listening to Passion by Design here on Radio Monterey. KRXA 5:40 a.m. and streaming live on the internet at Radio Monterey and we'll be right back. McChesney Design Studio is a full-service interior design firm specializing in interiors for your home or business that reflect your unique message and personal style. We are located in beautiful downtown Carmel across from the post office. Call today for a complimentary consultation, 831-333-6261, or visit us on the web at mcchesneydesignstudio.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Passion by Design. Have you ever found yourself looking at your watch to see what time it is and your watch is not working and you just want to get a battery for it so you go to a place and they can sell you a battery but they can't install it. So where would you go? You go to Chavez Jewelry Design at 1418 Freedom Boulevard in Watsonville and the number there is area code 831-768-8004. We're open from 11 to 7, Monday to Friday. And if you also have a jewelry repair, chains, earrings, bracelets, we do also repairs, and we do them instantly while you wait. We're Mark, Richard, and Jerry from the band OAR on a mission for America's paralyzed veterans. We want the best for our families, but what if your brother were paralyzed in the Iraq War and couldn't get the care benefits he needed? Or your daughter was disabled serving her country, keeping her from securing a job? These veterans need our help. We've joined Paralyzed Veterans of America's Mission Able to help wounded veterans get what they need, care, benefits, and jobs. So join the mission at mission-able.com, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Wouldn't it be great to buy the right home at the right price and feel your real estate agent had the same vision for your dream? Sandy Peckinpah and Kim Driussi of the Red Team at Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage have been making their clients' dreams come true, and they can do that for you. Coldwell Banker is worldwide and can help you with your next transaction no matter where you are. So dream on and call Sandy today at 951-304-2900. And the Red Team is a proud sponsor of Passion by Design. Like 
Welcome back to Passion by Design. In case you're just joining us, this is AM 540 KRXA, and you're here with Sandy Peckinpah and Paula McChesney. Sandy, are you there? Yes, I am. Great. Um, I have the distinct pleasure to introduce our guest in this next segment, and I'm proud to say that I do know her. And she's a very, very inspirational person. Meryl Hartstein has survived more in her lifetime than most people ever have to face. And she has such a positive and resilient attitude. She has empowered herself to be strong even through her darkest days. She chose to be a survivor, not a victim. And those words somehow formed themselves into a new book coming out, You Were Born to Shine. She's also a strategic life and relationship coach, a speaker, a celebrity confidence expert, and founder of Bounce Back Women, a nonprofit foundation. She's presently working on a second book, Bounce Back Women, comprised of stories written from power women who have survived adversity and went on to achieve enormous success. I am so honored to welcome Meryl Hartstein. Yes, Meryl, welcome to the program. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Paula. I'm honored to be on, believe me. Well, you, you have got, you've got so much to share with us, and we're, we're just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to, to hear about your story, and you've experienced so much. So let's, let's start with a bit of your background, Meryl, because uh, Sandy and I are familiar with you, and we want our listening audience to, to become familiar as well. Okay. Well, starting from, uh, you know, I'll give you a brief description of my life. I started out living a very charmed life, very nice, normal life in the suburbs of New York. And as my life kept going on, a ton of adversity kept hitting me. As Sandy had said, I had uh, my first marriage. I was married to an abusive alcoholic, and um, I chose to leave. I I wasn't going to stay there after I had given birth to my first daughter. So I left, went on my own, and got my life going, and remarried uh, shortly after I had my second daughter, and very shortly after I was diagnosed with cervical cancer. So I went through that journey 23 years ago when there was no internet, there was no support groups or anything, and you would hear the word uh, cancer, and it was, a, you know, you would think it was a death sentence. So, oh, yes. um yeah, it, it was a real journey, and um, thank God I survived it. Uh, did go through a state of post-traumatic stress afterwards, but you know, mixed that with um, surgical menopause and everything else, I was a young woman. It was a very trying time. And as the years went on, there were other adversities, but not as large, uh, until the time that my oldest daughter um, became uh, addicted to pain medication because she was a kidney stone sufferer, and after the birth of her daughter, she had nine surgeries in one year and became addicted to pain medication. So um, also her daughter was born with special needs, and being married to a husband that couldn't deal with it, couldn't accept that he would father a child less than perfect, hit the road and left my daughter. So... At that time in my life, it was, you know, it was like the last straw. And I, I 
went through these journeys, but I always kept very happy, very positive, and I always said time was on my side, that time heals. I knew every cliche in the book, this too shall pass, and those cliches helped me, but it was really a, a feeling inside of me, a resiliency that I knew I had to bounce back, and I could bounce back, and the more wisdom I gotten from each adversity gave me more strength. So mm-hmm. I had decided to, you know, do something with this. And I also learned that hiding and keeping secrets and shame or guilt or whatever these feelings I had were, were toxic, was a poison for me. And I knew that no matter what kind of community I lived in or whatever, you know, face I'd have to keep up, it didn't matter anymore. And I started telling people, strangers, what I was going through at the time, what my daughter was in rehab and and I was taking care of my my special needs grandchild by myself and all these difficult times, letting go of my shame and hiding the secrets was a gift for me and for the people that I spoke to because every time I would tell my story, I got a story back in return. Mm. And Mm. that was the beginning of, of my journey and I I, you know, went for double certification for coaching and became a speaker, and, and then it just escalated into the career that it is today. You know, Meryl, what I love about you, and you and I happen to be Facebook friends, um, I think we were connected through another inspirational woman, Sherry Carney, uh, and yeah, um, I know she's going to be one of the women in your book, but yeah. what strikes me is that when uh, I hope that people will sign on to Facebook just to get your posts because you have what Oprah calls a quota minute. <laughs> you are so inspirational. And, you know, whenever I look at your posts, it always seems to be what I'm needing at the moment. And I think that, uh, I, what, what I see in people and you, you and I have talked about both of our, our experiences and having to activate our resilience and you and I both used very specific tools because resiliency doesn't happen by accident it has to be a plan it has to be um, uh, an empowerment that you feel inside that you are not going to succumb to this you are going to activate resilience and get your life back and I know you talk about some tools that you use with your clients. Can you share some of those? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I feel that a lot of us that go through adversity kind of lose lose their their uh, best for life, their their passion. Mm-hmm. And I I used four components for four tools for me, which was passion, compassion, gratitude and finding your self-worth. And the, compa- the the passion part was, for me, I became so passionate in what I felt and what I knew um, and how much I wanted to share it that it became a purpose. So for me, that was the biggest part to, to escalate me going. So I always say, find your passion, wherever it can be. It could be simply going back in time and, and think, what was it that that gave you that that zest for life before you were defined as a mother or a wife or a parent or or whatever it was. There's that mm-hmm. part of us that never we never really lose that. 
And um, I always say find your passion. So that's a big tool. I also found that finding compassion was another biggie. By giving back and helping others, you're in turn helping yourself. You're, you're building awareness of other people's adversity, which also takes the focus off of your pain. So Ooh, at the same time, yeah, and at the same time, you're learning how feeling, how fe- that you're feeling for other people with pure intention. And it also makes you very humble and makes you very grateful at the same time. So finding compassion is, is very key in, in trying to overcome an adversity. Um, gratitude for me, was the most important at, at that time because if you're grateful, you cannot feel sad, mad, jealous, depressed at the same time. Those feelings really can't coexist with gratitude. If you notice, if you're feeling grateful, if you sit there and think in your mind, what are you grateful for? Can you feel a moment of sadness or anger or, or resentment or envy? You really can't. You really have to stretch it to even have the two thoughts in the same moment. So if you work on your gratitude and you constantly think, you know, you can think, oh, what a horrible day I'm having, what a horrible life I have. But then on the other hand, if you say, well, God has blessed me with, you know, amazing children or or, or warm home and warm food, these thoughts are, are joys or, or just you know, gives you humility, and that's what you need to focus on. And lastly, for me, again, was, was self-worth. Once you find your self-worth, you, you feel like you can conquer anything. And it's the core to our being, especially for women. Women need to know their worth. And once we've got that, we, we feel empowered that we can make the changes we want to make. We don't have to repeat the same patterns, you know, not choose the wrong people or, you know, or do the bad things for ourselves, that we have, we need to love ourselves first and freely more mm. than anything, anything else to, to go on, you know, and to be good in our lives. So those are really my four tools that, that you, I used for, for survival, and those are my greatest gifts that pass on. You know, Meryl, I'm very struck by something that you that you beautifully articulated and Sandy and I have thought and incorporated into passion by design for years, and you said it so beautifully about compassion. And it mm-hmm. takes the focus off of your own pain or issues or what's going on with you and yeah. expands that out to the person next to you or the the person on the bus or the person across the country or the person across the world. I think that's so beautiful. I love how you, how you expressed that. Yeah. Thank you. So what, um, what are you doing in terms of some events? I definitely know that you've got some great events. I want to make sure people know about, and please tell your website because often our listeners like to tune in and listen and look at okay. at your website at the same time. So give the website first, okay. please. Okay, on my website is bouncebackwomen.com, women w o m e n. And um, as far as events, well, I'm doing some local events here in the New York area, and I've got some big media projects I'm working on right now. I guess the biggest thing coming up right now will be my, the release of my first book, which should be coming out late spring, early summer. 
And um, Boy, this is the day for books. Every, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said this is the day for books. Sandy's book was released yes, today, and yours is coming. Sandy. Yeah, <laughs> exciting. <laughs> I guess it's spring. It's a rebirth. Well, I hope people go to your website because not only is it a fantastic website and you can learn a lot about who Merrill is, but it is also our color of the day, Radiant Orchid. <laughs> did you, I was just going to say that. that. Of course I did. <laughs> Such a great color, right? It is. It's amazing. Oh. Powerful and hopeful at the same time, I believe. Very powerful, very, very powerful, very hopeful, very optimistic, yeah. absolutely. So what's, oh, do you have the title for your next book? The next book is called Bounce Back Women. Uh -huh. It's appropriately named. Uh -huh. And that book is a book about survival again, but it's a book written by little stories given to me based on six questions. Uh, from very, very successful women. And when I started the project, I thought, well, there's so many women of adversity. I think it's like 95% of every woman will suffer sometime, some kind of adversity in their lifetime. And instead of going to the ones that have you know, overcome it, I said, let me find women of success, women of power, women of, um, you know, that they've conquered great things in their lives. And let me see if they've had any kind of adversity, which I knew they already would, because women of adversity that have conquered it are very um, strong women, very hungry for success. And I knew that's where I would find them, and I did. And I've gotten stories from some very amazing women, um, and they're listed on my website. If you go to my website and you go under the menu of Bounce Back Women, it will list some of them that are up there. Um, there are some more coming, and um, and I just, you know, I'm proud of every one of them that joined because I know a lot of them don't want to share their stories, and a lot of them did amazing jobs, so it's really great. So it's still a work in progress. I'm hoping to get it out by next year. And um, that's what I'm doing now. Mm, that's excellent. And, you know, to, just to go back, and, and after we go to break in a couple of moments, I want to talk about the book that is currently on the market because it's absolutely powerful, powerful. But, again, I'm struck by something that you said, Meryl, about when you shared your truth and your story it allowed the space for other women to do the same. And I think mm -hmm. that is such a – what might be an example of how you did that that you might not have done prior to the growth that you've gone through? Um, well, I could tell you the exact time I did it was my daughter was in rehab. My It was a, a snowy day in January, and I had gotten somebody to come and sit with the baby. So I got out for a few hours, and I went into a jewelry store. And um, I started to talk to the woman behind the counter, and I don't know how it came up. Basically, she said, you know, it's such a dreary day or whatever. And I started to say, yeah, well, I needed to get out, and I started to tell her. And I talked about my daughter and there were tears in her eyes and she said to me my son needs to go to rehab my son is a heroin addict and when I heard that I was shocked that she would open up and tell me such a personal thing and I had just 
opened up and told her first without even realizing what I did. I was so, I guess, desperate to, to speak. And um, we cried with each other, and, and that was it. We were there for each other, exchanged phone numbers, and, and that, for me, I knew I was on to something. And that was the beginning of my journey. Wow. It, it's very powerful. It is very, very powerful. You know, I think Thank that you. there's such a, a bond that, that people and women have when we know yeah. that, that there is a level of trust, that if, mm -hmm. if you, this absolutely stunningly beautiful woman, can open up and share your heart and your soul, what a space that creates for of trust. And I yeah. think I, I so admire you, Meryl, for that and the gift that you're giving to the women that you come in contact with and, and all your, all your um, you know, your coaching clients and so forth. And I do want to talk about that after we come back from break. Um, if, you're, if you're just joining us, um, you're listening to Passion by Design on KRXA Radio AM 540 and streaming live on the internet at radiomonterey.com. We will be right back. Don't go away. Wouldn't it be great to buy the right home at the right price and feel your real estate agent had the same vision for your dream? Sandy Peckinpah and Kim Driussi of the Red Team at Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage have been making their clients' dreams come true, and they can do that for you. Coldwell Banker is worldwide and can help you with your next transaction no matter where you are. So dream on and call Sandy today at 951-304-2900. And the Red Team is a proud sponsor of Passion by Design. Hi, I'm Glenn Sadowski from Optimal Health Acupuncture and Bodywork in Monterey. You've heard our ads for the past four years. Maybe you've considered calling us to help you out. Maybe you've told a friend to call us. Perhaps you enjoy listening to our show, What's the Point, and all the great guests we have on Tuesday evenings. Whatever the case may be, we want to thank you for your support. Optimal Health continues to expand and grow. We have an amazing neuromuscular therapist that has joined our group and are offering more cutting-edge whole food nutritional support than ever before. As a token of our appreciation, Optimal Health is offering all KRXA listeners a fantastic deal on their first visit to our office, as well as a 50-minute massage for just $49. That's quite a savings. Give us a call at 831-655-3208 and check us out on the web at OptimalHealthMonterey.com. That's 831-655-3208 for affordable prices on acupuncture, massage, and good medicine with great results. McChesney Design Studio is a full-service interior design firm specializing in interiors for your home or business that reflect your unique message and personal style. We are located in beautiful downtown Carmel, across from the post office. Call today for a complimentary consultation, 831-333-6261, or visit us on the web at mcchesneydesignstudio.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Passion by Design. Passion by Design is sponsored by the Red Team at Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage and McChesney Design Studio.
Welcome back to Passion by Design. This is Paula McChesney, and I'm here with my co-host, Sandy Peckinpah. And we're talking with Meryl Hartstein, who is the founder of Bounce Back Women. Uh, we are, as many of you know, located in California, and Merrill is located in New York. So it's very exciting to get this uh, bi-coastal coverage here, Merrill. Um, delighted, right. delighted that that you are are with us. And you bi-coastal coverage of resilience, right? Why? Exactly. <laughs> you know. Meryl, I uh, was just reading on your website, and I came across one of your fantastic quotes. Adversity does not discriminate. It does not know from race, religion, sexual orientation, or net worth. And that strikes me as so profoundly true and something that I discovered in my journey of of losing my son that... um, no one is immune. No one is immune yeah. from having difficult times in their lives. And what I love about you is that you've taken this premise and you've expanded it beyond just your own personal story. You've given the gift of talking to other women and you're going to be uh, sharing stories of other women. And you have people that are going to be working with you in your new book, uh, Fran Drescher, Donna Hogan, who's the sister of Anna Nicole Smith, Harriet Bronson, the first wife of Charles Bronson, Marina Anderson, wife of David Carradine. Um, there are so many women that have gravitated toward your cause to get their stories out and to talk about resilience. Is there, are there a couple of stories you could share with us that really were meaningful for you? Well, um, I would say, and and I and say you can relate to this. I had um, a woman whose son had committed suicide because he was uh, bipolar, and it was in the mm. early stages when when you know they were diagnosing everybody with depression and anxiety, and they would put them on put them on antidepressants, which. You know, it was before they labeled them if you're having suicidal thoughts or, you know, harming yourself not to go on them or, or, you know, contact someone right away. Unfortunately, this was the reason, you know, or not the reason, but he was bipolar, put on the wrong medication and, and committed suicide. So to me, that the story of losing a child, of course, is, is the ultimate, the worst there, there possibly is. But the, the, the will to go on, to to go on and live, you know, that to me is the ultimate resilience, the, the ultimate bounce back. So a story like that, or the story of a woman who um, had cancer, a, a small little cancer on her face, and ended up, you know, losing half of her face to it. Like those kinds of devastating stories. But through every one of the stories, they went on to make spectacular recoveries and to give back um, and these are women that were not or not famous women now I have a, an Olympian who um, you know went through sexual abuse and, and all sorts of things from you know at an early age and I think that having these kinds of adversities are you know you want to be successful and you want to climb out of these horrible negative feelings so it makes you again like a warrior and it gives you so much more mm. strength 
than you would if you hadn't suffered through adversity. So, um, you know, these are the kinds of inspirational stories that I had gotten. And I had so many different stories from all different kinds of adversities that, you know, I hope it will connect to a lot of people reading it because it touches on so many different ones. Um, and again, like there, it, it's unusual to go through life and not go through some kind of adversity. So, you know, a lot of people fall apart. And, and for the ones that don't know how to get out of it, here are these inspirational stories to help. Well, you know, Meryl, too, on on a slightly different tack, but very much the same thing, you, you, you're so right in talking about, you know, none of us get through life un scathed or unwounded and one of yeah. the things that I really see prevalent in women these days is aging and society oh, yeah. is not yet and I'm a great optimist I believe <laughs> I believe I believe that we are changing oh, that yeah. we are the the thought leaders we're on the cutting edge of changing how mm -hmm. aging is considered and if I may I I got such a chuckle out of the quote from your your website and you say aging is not a horrible affliction that is waiting to turn us into <laughs> ugly hideous people it's a process of nature something that we will all have the honor of going through it's a <laughs> blessing it's also Beautiful. a state of mind we all have to age but we all don't have to grow old Wow. Talk to us about that, Thank Meryl. You. Okay. I'm a grandmother. I have a five-year-old granddaughter. And I had noticed, and I'm in my, in my 50s, well into them, and I had noticed that any time I would see a picture of a grandmother, she had gray hair, glasses, barely stand straight, lots of times sitting on a rocking chair. And I said, oh, my God, what is going on here? This is impossible. And, you know, there are some websites, they call them glamour, uh, glamours instead of grandmas, for glamour, and it's, it's got to change. And I think it is changing. And I notice, you know, of course, Hollywood is a, is a big influence on, on people and the media, of course. And I notice, like, juicy, wonderful, powerful roles for women now are out there that are older, you know, middle-aged women and even older, which is, 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 is just so refreshing. So I think that it hasn't really turned yet, but I think it is on the, the upswing. But when I talk to a client and I talk to somebody who's at the stage, you know, the middle age stage, and they are um, feeling that they're not vital anymore, that they're disappearing, that they are, you know, not much of life left, they're so wrong. And, and again, aging is, is, is a, a wonderful gift. and to see it at that, that we have so much to live for and we can stay young and wear beautiful clothes and still be fashionable and trendy and there's nobody to say to us, you can't do this, you can't do that. You have to remember, we are not our mothers. We are not living that generation. We've discovered our own generation. And I'm talking about us middle-aged baby boomers that, you know, have, have a tendency to model ourselves after our mother's generation. So, you know, it's all about awareness and keeping current and, and finding things in your life that, that fill you and, again, not falling into that stereotype of, um, of, of being your typical older woman because we, we don't have to be. 
And Meryl, I have, I, I have to, to ask you, I'm sorry for interrupting, but you are I'm so sure. beautiful, you have to share one beauty tip. Come on, just off the top of your head. Um, <laughs> she didn't uh, know I was going <laughs> to ask her that. Um, stay out of the sun, we all know that. There's bronzers, there's self-tanning, there's all that. Um, healthy lifestyle, no smoking, I don't drink because out of choice. Um, lots of water, fruits, vegetables, you know, the, the usual good diet, limit your sugar. That's a big part of it. Exercise, walk. I mean, there's all the things we know what to do. Those are my secrets. And, of course, being happy. You know, happiness is a state of mind, a state of being. We don't need something to make us happy. We just have to live in happiness. And that, for me, is really, I think, I think the way it is, the way to go. And women, do not cut your hair. If you feel you're over 50 and you should have short hair because of your age, not because you want to, don't do it. That's my biggest I think that's biggest. such a myth. Yes. Right? I'm so mm -hmm. glad you brought that up. It is such mm -hmm. a myth that you have to cut that's your hair myth. once you hit 50. Mm -hmm. it, it, and also, Meryl, you have to say, and wear the color radiant orchid. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great color. Universally, it's a great color. Oh, it really, it really is. And you know, I, I, I love what you just said there. You know, you really busted open a myth because many of us don't even think about it. That sort of subliminal expectation of, oh, well, you're getting too old to wear your hair long. Says yeah, who? Yeah. If you're healthy yeah. and doing all those great mm -hmm. things that you just listed, your hair is probably pretty healthy too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I remember when I was pregnant, people would say, you're going to keep your hair long, you're having a baby. I'm like, what does that have to do with it? These were the myths that, that we had heard. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big, big no-no for me. No cutting hair. Yeah, I like mm. that. Meryl, you, you are a coach, and I think that yes. that would be just a lovely way. We've got a couple of more minutes here to talk with you and hear your great words of, of wisdom. Who might benefit from your coaching? And spend a little bit of time telling us what the co what does that look like for for someone who might not okay. have worked with a coach. Describe that process, okay. if you will, please. I will. Coaching is not like therapy. Coaching is where we don't work on the past. You know why you're the way you are. You know what horrible things were done to you as a child. How we're going to work through it. Yes, I will want a backstory, and I will want some information. And we try to take what was in the past and leave it in the past. And my greatest thing, which I will repeat to, to my clients over and over again, is if something doesn't serve you today in the present, let it go. If it doesn't serve you any purpose, don't hold on to it. So we start from, from that's our scratch. That's our new day. Today, we let it go. And then you start building on goal setting learning strategies to set the goals and to maintain them and to carry them through and to build the life that you want and not be defined by your past. And that's really what coaching does. It, it takes you away from this this burden of carrying this these layers of self-doubt and low self-esteem and no self-worth, gets rid of them, and now you're this new, fresh person who we can build a life with. And that's basically what strategic coaching is, learning strategies. And it, it works on your 
relationships, your career choices, and reinventing yourself. You don't want to be the same person. You don't want to be stuck in the same um, rut that you're in. You want to reinvent. So that's basically what my coaching is about. Oh, that is fabulous. Well, Meryl, we have to wrap up in a minute. Please, thank you so much for being a fabulous guest. Aww. Give your website you. one more time for our listening audience. Sure. It's bouncebackwomen.com, and you can face me, Facebook me on Meryl Hartstein. Um, I also have a group. I have a, another page of Bounce Back Women on Facebook, so I'd love for you guys to come on there. And I post quotes multiple times a day. They're my quotes, and... Um, and I'm very proud of them, and I think they help. So please and they, feel free to come and read them. <laughs> they are wonderful. Thank you, Meryl. Our hour is already guys. coming to a close. Please visit our website at passionbydesign.com. I'm Paula McChesney. And I'm Sandy Peckinpah. Remember, you can download our show on iTunes and listen anytime. Join us next time. Hi, this is Peter Casey, your new and pre-owned automobile consultant at Butts Cadillac Chevrolet in the Seaside Auto Center. No matter how far out of town you go, you won't find better prices or service. Family-owned Butts Cadillac Chevrolet has been selling great vehicles to Central Coast residents and beyond for over a century. From the brand new Bolt Car of the Year to the latest luxury SUV from Cadillac, you will be treated like family. We have a relaxed atmosphere with no high-pressure sales tactics. Our goal is to work for you in finding just the right vehicle that fits your wants and needs. So experience the butts difference with me, your friend in the car business, Peter Casey. Visit us in the Seaside Auto Center or call me anytime at 831-521-3961. That's 831-521-3961. Don't forget to mention you heard this ad on KRXA. Call me, Peter Casey, at 521-3961.